0: are they mostly part at night? mostly i am salem joined by my co-host graveyard hello this is episode 45 of our weekly all things horror podcasts when america got soft and complacent in the pg-13 horror movies one country said we oui, we will show them our superior culture does it yes it's very very bad <laughs> french accent i apologize to all my french friends <laughs> Um, but yes we're going to go over the new French horror movies probably the three most famous of them um High Tension which is kind of the one that opened a lot of doors for for these other ones here um and then Inside and Martyrs which are probably the best known of the follow up movies that that happened in that new French horror genre um well, they are they're all in the mid like the, the early Ots, right? That
1: 2003, I was high tension in 07 and 08, respectively, yeah. for Inside of Martyrs.
2: Yep. So yeah, this Where is we,
1: like I said, we, we definitely got soft in our horror movie. And for all our listeners know, this is when Salem kind of stepped away from horror. Was
0: well, I, ste- the- I <laughs> stepped away from most horror. Um, I did watch these movies, though. <laughs> these movies I watched. Well, I should say, high tension, I watched right when it came out. I actually rented it from a video store. Cause it was early enough to where video stores were still around in, in the early two thousands. Um, and then inside and martyrs I had watched later on. Um, I had a, a friend of mine that was very into um, kind of foreign horror, um, mm-hmm. you know, any kind of, you know, crazy, you know, extreme horror. And so he, uh, he turned me onto those a little bit later on. So it was probably, eh, it wasn't quite 10 years after they came out, but it's, you know, Later, later than you know, that they were available, so
1: right makes sense. I said, I don't think I've seen, I knew bits and pieces of these high tension. I saw that was probably about it. So, let's get into this thing, shall we?
0: Um, yes, so we will start with high, we're going in chronological order here. We'll go at high tension, which was uh 2003. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so we start, we'll do, we'll just start with the recap here. Okay. So there's two girls, um, Marie and Alex. Alex? Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Marie is the, uh, the one with the, like the blonde, like pixie cut, very early two thousands fashion, <laughs> uh, with the kind of crop top with the tight low rise jeans, you Whoa. know?
2: <laughs> oh Yeah.
0: Um, so anyway, they're on a girls' trip. Um, they're going to Alex's family's house, I guess, to study. I believe is what they were trying to do. Um, that I guess they don't yeah. really s- totally talk about what they're doing. Not that it really matters, but they were. I get. I think they were talking. They were going there to study because she lives in a farm in like the middle of nowhere. Um, and I will say, I was confused when I was watching this movie. Simply because um, I had no idea that the French drove on the same side of the road that we do. <laughs> I assumed that all of Europe drove on the wrong side of the road, and and to be fair, almost all of the countries do. I think France is the, one of the rarities that drive on the same side as us. Um. So yeah, this was. I was like, are they making this? Is, is this supposed to be like an American? French movie <laughs> like this there's, there's, <laughs> they're speaking French, but they're driving on the right side of the road' it's like this is this supposed to be America because it's kind of like rural and we don't really see rural um you know European movies in general right <laughs> usually more
1: but also rural. I will point out that they seem to be they seem to be listening to like American music too
0: most of the time yeah I would say, I would say like two thirds yeah. of the music in this movie is American like music where they're speaking uh, singing in English. Yes, there there are some French so We're not gonna say all of them are in English, but yeah, most, most of them, of them are in English. Yes, yeah. Like I said, that's why I was like, I, I don't. Is this supposed to be American? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, there's two girls at like this kind of road trip. Um, I think they're college students. They're going to like her house in the middle of nowhere to study because there won't be any distractions. I think is what they're trying to do. Um, so they're, yeah, they're they like going. They
1: point out. They point out. They have lots of sex. And drink a lot, so one of them is the alcoholic. <laughs> one of them is boy crazy. So yeah, they said they both need to get out. Of
0: right, the city. right. So, yeah, so they need like the time in this rural area where there's no distractions, so they can like get their studying done. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're driving out there. Um, as they're driving out there, we are um gifted with a scene of uh, like a kind of a gruff looking guy in like a Jeepers Creepers truck. <laughs> I, to- um, totally
1: jeepers creepers,
0: right? <laughs> I believe it's like the same <laughs> Truck it looks like well not the same Physical truck but the same like model of Truck it looks just like um, Anyway and he's uh, Giving himself fellatio With a <laughs> severed head Okay so you know you're starting Off you know this is a great scene To start off with because you're like oh wow okay It's going to be this kind of movie <laughs> Right so then yeah as, after he finishes He throws the head out the window Of the truck and then drives away. And then that's how we're introduced to the farmhouse that is um Alex's parents' house. Um so so they get there, we go in, we see there's, you know, there's mom and there's dad and there's little brother who's like dressed up like a cowboy. Again, there's so many weird like kind of reach outs to like American culture in this movie. That's why I was very confused. <laughs> like they're in like a rural farm area and the little boy's dressed up like a cowboy. I'm like, this is supposed to be France? <laughs> reminds me of texas or something
1: oh very um, much texas yeah i was like this is
0: yeah, very it's a very bizarre thing anyway um so they're uh you know they kind of have a very limited interaction i would say um and then they're like basically because it's late and they're like okay you know we're gonna go to bed and we're gonna hit the books early tomorrow um you know we, we we get a kind of a brief introduction to to mom dad and the little the little boy um so yeah he's like okay you know. Marie, here's your guest room. Um, you're staying here, everybody else is going to bed, you know, just relax. Um so Marie goes out for a smoke. Um, she comes back in. Um, I think she sees Oh, the dog. I was like, she sees somebody, but it's just the dog. She sees the dog and she says goodnight. Um and then she goes upstairs and puts on headphones and is playing, I don't know what the song is, but it's definitely in English. It's like a yes. reggae, like a reggae song in English. It's
1: almost sounds like sublime. Up
0: there. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and then she proceeds to pleasure herself <laughs> while listening to this music. Um, and while that is happening, the uh, jeeper creeper truck guy comes back <laughs> and is like, you know, knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell. Um, so the dad, gets up, goes down there, like, you know, what the hell is going on here? And he just gets, like, stabbed in the face yeah. with, uh, like, a straight razor, right? So there's, like, this this kind of gruff dude just standing out there, right? And he just basically walks in, um, you know, manhandles the dad around quite a bit, sticks his head through the banister of the stairs, so his head's stuck. And then he takes, like, this big, like, I don't know, dresser? Kind of, like, table like side table but anyway it's like big and heavy and made of wood and just kicks it at him and it just knocks his head off yeah blood just sprays all over the place um so yeah so (laughs) that he just at this point he just kind of goes like just into the house um marie kind of like realizes that something's going on at this point um so she kind of gets up she looks down she sees that bad things are happening right so she tries to to go back in her room and she tries to get this phone um that's like on top of this dresser and she thinks that the phone plug is behind the dresser so she spends a weirdly strange amount of time trying to pull this uh wardrobe away from the wall um but she hears the footsteps going closer to her so she puts the thing back we have this scene where, you know, she's hiding in the room and the and the guy is looking for her in the room. Uh, but she manages to avoid him by, you know, curling up in the corner. He does look under the bed, but he only looks on one side and she's, you know, kind of curled up on the other side. Um, So he leaves the room um, and, you know, goes into another room and she could hear him like attacking other people in the house. But she's like trying to get. The phone plugged in, so she pulls this wardrobe away from the wall, and it's it wasn't the phone plug; it was a TV plug, which is some kind of European plug that I don't know what that was, <laughs> but she specifically calls it a TV plug. So I'm guessing like a cable connection or something, something like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So she uh basically goes, okay. Well, I need to find this other phone. So she goes in like the dad's den, where there's a cordless phone, and she finds like the cradle for the cordless phone. Um, for our millennial and Gen Z people, a cordless phone, the, the cradle, the bottom part, the charger is still plugged into the phone cable in the wall, but the phone itself can be moved away from it. <laughs> um, so she, she finds the cradle, but she can't find the actual phone itself. And, you know, she hears noise they're coming. And so she goes and hides in the closet of the den. And it's one of those, you know, the typical closet with the slats that you can see through Um, the mom comes in there obviously already kind of roughed up and scared um and she finds the phone immediately it was like stuck behind some papers on the desk um she goes to make a call and the dude comes in and just i mean murders this shit out of her like a yeah. real bad i mean <laughs> like cuts her all up and you know cuts her neck like blood is spraying all over the place all over the the you know the closet door where she's in all over the floor blah blah Um, so yeah, dude, you know, gets done killing her. He gets up and leaves. And so she goes to try to call, you know, use the phone because the phone's out now. And the phone is like just making crackling noises. It's not working. Um, and, and she kind of witnesses, um, the mom dying and the mom just kind of, you know, gives her like a, a why, you know, (laughs) thing before she finally dies. Um, so she is now, you know, trying to figure out what else to do she goes into Alex's room. And she sees that Alex has been chained up and like, you know, the chains are padlocked and she's got like a, uh, like a gag, but it's like a, I don't know. It looks like a chain with like just a piece of plastic over it. That's in her mouth. It looks very uncomfortable.
1: A, a homemade ball gag.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. so she can't talk and she's like, you know, trying to say like, you know, I'm trying to get us out of here. I, I you know, I'm trying to, you know, call but the phone's not working. Like. Um, you know, she's trying to get her out, but obviously she can't. Like, there's like metal chains and padlocks like she's not used to. She's like, okay, I'm going to go use the phone downstairs. Um, you know, I'll be back. And so Alex is just, you know, like crying at this point. So she goes downstairs. Um, she finds the kitchen phone, which is just like a wall mounted phone. Um, and she goes to use it, but it's dead. And then and then we get a, a kind of a cut to see outside the house where like the phone line has been cut. Yeah. So like none of the phones are going to work at this point. Um, so at this point, you know, she goes back up to um to Alex and is basically like, you know, I can't let him know there's somebody else in the house, but I'm gonna try to get us help. Um so he comes back, she hides, he he basically brings Alex out to the Jeeper Creeper truck, <laughs> puts her in the truck, um, Marie grabs a knife and then goes out to the truck to again, try to save her. But you know, she's still like locked up. So there's not much she can do, um, but he comes back around and she's like sitting there with the knife, like ready to stab him. But instead of coming in to the doorway where she's waiting for him, he just pushes the door closed. So it's like a sliding van door Um, and then gets in the truck. And then, Oh wait, sorry. Before that happens, he, the kid, the cowboy kid runs into the cornfield yeah. and, and the guy just, chases him down and shoots him with a shotgun that he had in his truck. So everybody is now dead except for Marie and Alex. Um, So they're riding in the truck um, going, they don't know where they're just going somewhere. And so Marie's kind of trying to calm Alex down and Alex just seems like she's just out of it. Right. She's just freaking out, crying. Like she doesn't know what's going on. So she's kind of trying to like, pry the door open with the knife. Um she does manage to get the door open, so she waits until they stop and they stop at a gas station. <laughs> You'd think he would have like gassed up his creep mobile before he went murdering, but uh I you guess mean, that's
1: poor planning on his part. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean to be fair he was drinking a lot. Also it's not what? Also ga-
1: also it's also a gas guzzler and he likes his uh was it <sighs> What was he drinking uh he jack was daniels he or was
0: drinking well he was drinking jack daniels but in this next scene he asks for j and b which is
2: yeah
0: i mean and then he asks for campbell i don't know i don't know these are Campbell's probably day. bad whiskeys
1: i guess i don't know i um, i assume j and b was jim jim bean
0: so well J j and b is a whiskey I, it's like a canadian whiskey Oh, okay Uh um, anyway so uh, he stops and he's pumping gas, and she manages to sneak out of the the truck. She moves like you know to the side of the truck where he can't see, and she runs into the store. Um, and she sees the clerk guy, and she's like, you know, she tells him to call the police, and he just kind of sitting there like, what do you mean? And so she hides behind the um, the shelves. Um, and then the guy comes in. He obviously knows the um the clerk, right? Um, he's calling him like, or hey, Jimmy. By name. Yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, Jimmy. Yeah. you know, and he's. Whatever, you know, paying for the gas, and he's getting like some snacks and stuff. And then he asks him to go unlock the the liquor cabinet because he wants a bottle of J and B. So the liquor cabinet is in the back of the store on the other side, like where in the American store this is where the coolers would be, like on the other side of the gas station. So he walks him over there. He unlocks it and he grabs the bottle of J and B. And he's like, "Oh wait, oh, how about uh, a bottle of Campbell? You got that, which is up on like the top shelf." Um, so he goes to grab that, and as he comes down, he just like like hits him with his ax like right in the chest yeah um and so he sees that the the clerk guy like looked wasn't looking at him but looked like specifically in the direction of this shelf so he got suspicious that somebody else was there so she goes and hides in the bathroom um he the the, the creepy dude looks in all the bathroom stalls and everything and doesn't find anything um and so that he. Uh, leaves and then she calls the police and uh, the police are like, where are you? She's like, I don't know. I'm at a gas station. He's like, okay, there's a lot of gas stations. (laughs) Which gas station are you at? Um, And she's just like, just come here. And he's like, well, I need to know where you are. I mean, like, you know, going back and forth and she's like, oh, you're useless. Just hangs up. i was like, okay. Yeah. Genius. (laughs) Like, instead of looking for the address, she just like gives up.
1: Well, it's a very it's a very Argento-esque way of dealing with the cops. I well,
0: thought. if it was an Argento movie, they wouldn't. She wouldn't even bother calling the cops.
2: That's true. Too.
0: <laughs> they would just show up at the very end. Um. So yeah. So as this is happening, he gets in the truck and drives away. Um, and she's like, "Oh no, he's getting away." So she basically uh takes the clerk's car, which is a um i don't know like a, an american sports car <laughs> um it is a ford right yeah. uh but it has a confederate flag license plate on the back which is like one um if you're trying to do like the duke's hazard thing then it should be a dodge charger right <laughs> two why the hell do they have confederate flags in france <laughs> Uh, <laughs> because well okay there's a lot of reasons why one like obviously the confederacy and the, and the whole southern thing was not in france and two french did not support the confederacy <laughs> during this civil war so i don't i don't understand how that worked anyway so uh so she's chasing him Uh he ends up turning down like a dirt road kind of thing um he's like chasing her you know the guy through these dirt roads it's winding and going um and at some point you know they both turn their lights off so that they don't you know see each other or whatever um and she gets kind of turned around and can't find him anymore and then he pops up behind her Keeper, um and she, style <laughs> right yeah and and she had taken the gun that was like behind the counter in the in the uh in the gas station but and then she gets grabs the gun to go to do something, and, like, the guy, like, held, holds his hand out of the window and, like, shows her that he has the bullets from the gun. And so she opens the gun and sees that it doesn't have any bullets, and then now he's, like, chasing. Um, So they're chasing each other. Uh, he runs her off the road, <laughs> Um, and she gets out, and then they go, they're, like, running through the forest for a while, and then they go to, like, a, uh, what is it, like, a greenhouse? It's like a, it's like an old run-down, like, greenhouse. With uh, instead of like glass ceiling, it's got like just plastic ceiling. Yeah. Um, so either way, they're going back and forth. Sure. He tricks her by like, you know, he ties his flashlight to the ceiling. um, You know, to make it look like he's looking around for her. And so she like takes like a piece of wood and wraps barbed wire around it and goes to hit him with it. But, you know, obviously he wasn't there. That was just the flashlight. So then, you know, they fighting back and forth. It looks like she's gonna die, you know, because he like wraps plastic around her head, um, and then she comes back, and then she wraps plastic around his head and is like beating him to death with this, you know, piece of wood with barbed wire all over it, <laughs> um, and then she finally like defeats him. Um, she grabs his keys and goes back to, um, the truck. Now at this point, we cut back to the gas station where the police have like I guess finally figured out which gas station. It um and they like are they basically look at the footage um of what's happening or what has happened there and we see that it wasn't the creepy guy who killed the the clerk with an axe it was of course Marie herself did it um so then we cut back to Marie and Alex in the truck to where Marie unlocks Alex finally, and Alex is now asking her, like, "Why would you kill my whole family? Like what is wrong with you?" but <laughs> I mean, at this point, we realize that, yeah, there is no guy it's the it was her the whole time. She was just like i guess visualizing the guy as doing these horrible things instead of her, um and that was like you know the other i guess her other personality kind of thing, right. That apparently got unlocked when she was pleasuring herself listening to reggae music. So don't do that, kids.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so uh yeah, she ends up like escaping because Maria's like very confused as to what's going on. She's running away, and then as she's running away, we see like Marie change back and forth between um crazy, you know, like Michael Myers looking guy and like, you know, the uh he's got like the coveralls, right? <laughs> Like chasing her with like this you know bloody beat up face from getting smashed with the wood and the barbed wire, um and it's it switches back and forth between him and uh Marie, and she's got like this big like it's not a it's not a chainsaw, it's like a big buzz saw, it's like a big giant a circular saw. saw, yeah well whatever it's a big looks like the yeah, jaw's of life kind of thing it's... anyway, yeah. so yeah, so they're chasing her you know through the woods and stuff, and she uh ends up getting in a car. Or, or no, she finds a dude that like she gets to a road and she finds a guy that was just driving and then they get in the car and they try to drive and they can't because the car won't start now. Um, So then she attacks the car and kills the guy through the windshield with the saw Um, and then she's like smashing the windows on the side like trying to get Alex Um, and Alex has crawled out through the windshield and is like halfway down the road by the time she realizes she's no longer there. Um And then she, like, goes after her, and then Alex tricks her by saying, oh, I love you, I loved you the whole time. Um And then, like, that's all Marie wanted, is she was, like, in love with Alex. And, like, I guess this all triggered because Alex didn't love her or whatever. Um So she ends up, like, stabbing her through the chest with a crowbar, which I mean, that would take yeah. a lot of strength, <laughs> I guess, to do. It would be very uncomfortable. Um But then she, you know, essentially gets stopped appears to be dead but uh, you know from what we've seen in the very very beginning and the very very end it looks like she survived yeah Uh, but she's now like locked up yep but yeah so yeah the big twist was that she was the killer the whole time the end (laughs) yes
1: the end (laughs) fiend 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 uh, so once you go you know, for you know, this, you watched this before and this uh-huh. is a rewatch for you. I mean, did it, you know, was it enough time that you maybe forgotten the pieces of it or was there anything new? Um, in the re-watch well, for you?
0: I mean, this is the kind of movie that like, if you've seen it, like the only piece that you wouldn't forget is the only piece that really matters, you know, like, cause right. it, it, you've seen it before. So you already, you already know that she is the killer the whole time. Right. right so you could forget everything else that happens and that doesn't matter <laughs> as long as you remember that one very important thing it's like you know the whole movie is kind of i'm not going to say ruined it's just you know what's going on the whole time yeah um and yeah and it's like at the, you know this time because i think i only watched it the one time before i didn't watch it multiple times but nearly 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah so i mean i still remembered it fairly well i mean it wasn't uh, you know i i pretty much remembered the whole thing Um, But I was like deliberately trying to see if there was like anything hinting that this wasn't like this wasn't just a dude. It was her. And there's none. There's absolutely not. There are like blatant things happening that are like precluding you from believing that this is the one single person. And I'm guessing you're probably seeing it from her eyes. And that's why that doesn't make sense. Because, you know, obviously she's, like, you know, some kind of, you know, I don't know, schizophrenic or something where she's, like, you know, fabricating a fantasy reality. So, like, yeah. obviously the things that don't make sense, you're seeing them from her eyes, not from other people.
2: So
1: you're saying she's an unreliable narrator.
0: Correct. Okay. Which I get that. I can yeah. see that. So if you look through it um, through, that, oh, through it, those man. eyes, it's not that bad. But, again, watching it, thinking through that, like, it was just blatantly obvious
1: right and yeah and, and you know this is i know i've seen bits and pieces of it i as we discussed off off recording i'm like i'm pretty sure i've seen this this is what i believe happens and I was yeah i was right um and it just it's on a lot of lists, but not many people i knew have seen these growing up um especially because they're foreign horror movies and as we found out with like Argento we're probably found out with fulci you know we may have really missed out on on these as well. And um, I think this was a good form that could have been an American movie. It felt like it would have been, if we didn't get off track with the PG-13 crap that we got, this was kind of in line of where our movies were going to be in America. Um, You know, kind of like a mix of uh, Joyride and uh cheapers creepers
0: <laughs> oh yeah I, again but this is i think this is like the direction that american horror should have been going in yes and instead it was like regressing <laughs> back right. into not good and so yeah other countries are trying to pick up the slack and i think yeah i think this is we did a great job with filling in that blank that wasn't there in right the US I,
1: I think i think high tension made people realize like Let's do Saw and Eli Roth came around.
0: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and I we, I think geared
1: hard back into this.
0: Right. Yeah. And then like, I mean, also, I mean, not well, I guess high tension pretty much opened the door for this stuff, but um, but like the other two movies that we're gonna talk about kind of went that step further, mm-hmm. you know, where they like they they did a little bit more extreme stuff. Um, still not crazy extreme. And that was like The new French extremity that that resulted from all of this, that is like where the crazy stuff went. But that usually relied on a lot more like weird, sexy stuff. (laughs) There was a lot of more sexual violence involved. Like these don't really have a lot of sexual violence. They're just more like just violence.
1: No, and yeah, you're right. That that new French past stuff after this felt, we'll eventually get to it was more of the two two weeks ago episode of the 70s raw it got to that level
0: again right well yeah if you look at the examples of like you know where it went Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i mean like a serbian film is on that list so so, like that's the level of stuff (laughs) in (laughs) so i don't know if you want to go there man
1: uh,
0: i mean i've already been there i don't really want to go back it's not it's not a pleasant <laughs> pleasant ride um no but it's the uh, movies in that vein are what resulted mm-hmm. from this so like i like where it starts i don't like where it ends yeah but i and, understand it it i it, it needed to be done you know what i mean yes. it was it was it was an itch that needed to be scratched by a lot of people and it's there it just i'm not a huge fan of it
1: and for me uh, i'll say this for all these movies is especially with our gentle stuff we have done is I felt like this could have been in Argento's, you know, uh, lineup of movies he could have done, especially like high tension with, as my first thought is like, you don't see this coming. It's just like the uh, Tanabra, <laughs> right? Right, right. Don't, there's no clues. Right. Zero exactly. information. Yeah, there's
0: no way you can figure that out. There's nothing leading you to that place. Right.
1: Right. And I, and I, I knew this. I'm going, so she was imagine herself being the keeper keepers michael myers getting head from a head
0: <laughs> right yeah like, like that <laughs> really throws you off yeah i remember the watch the first time i was like <laughs> what <laughs> i was like there's no way it's like i was literally looking for clues on like who it might be yeah and yeah it was like blatantly like i ruled her completely out because of the scenes and how yeah. they worked out and like there's no way correct but, you know, whatever. All right. So what are your highlights for this movie? Um, I mean, highlights in this one. I really like the fact that um, both the kind of I don't want to call her protagonist. I guess like Alex is kind of like the, the final girl protagonist, but she's not really the main character. No. The main character is the villain. But both Marie and Alex are protagonist and villain, right? Yep. Uh they're both women and especially in this kind of genre that's usually rare.
1: Oh, very rare.
0: Uh, right. So I'd say I like that it was they were both women and there wasn't anything I mean obviously we we got fooled by like the guy was killing people but it wasn't actually the guy it was her but it's interesting that at the end it ends up being two women. Um and it ends up being like a stalker love story between two women which is mm-hmm. also very rare. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I mean yeah, there's lots of twists and turns that I thought um, I did. I like the um the effects. The effects were pretty cool in this movie. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they're not like outrageously great or anything, but they're fun. You know, <laughs> lots of blood spraying and and you know, it's realistic. You know, kind of you know damage and and, and viscera and stuff. <laughs> and that's fun. I mean, I l- I love the the story. I mean, I, I like that twist. I think that's a really cool um twist. And the first time you watch it, you don't really see it coming. Yeah. Um, obviously you know i've <laughs> i've seen it before i knew it was coming um you at least knew of the, the of mm-hmm. it before you watch it uh but yeah the right. first time you watch it yeah you're like what <laughs> like there, there's no way um <laughs> yeah. and also um there was a really cool muse song that i like that was in <laughs> the movie because yes. this is like this is like the dawn of muse like yeah 2003 was like when they were first coming around
1: <laughs> right it's kind of like them and the killers and all that type of
0: right yeah
1: Genre wave of whatever you want to call it not post emo (laughs)
0: well who knows dude there's so many different genres but i think they call it um i think it's still considered post-punk okay
1: like a like a neo post-punk like alt rock return of alt rock
0: well sure yeah um yeah
1: I, i mean i definitely agree you know, this wasn't exceptionally over the top gory. You know, stuff like stuff like that. And as I mentioned, like Eli Roth or Argento, is they are like you know, ten gallons of blood inside one person sometimes. Right, right, right. right. I felt like it was a, all of these seem like a realistic amount of blood inside a person.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's not like blood showers everywhere. There is a lot of blood, but it's not like. Right. Yeah, not an unreasonable amount of blood
1: correct um and really th- as you're right you know the the stalker killer twist and very well done i mean were there any clues no it's not like you go back and watch scream like okay this person's been absent here this person's been absent here but as we discussed if you look at this from a you know um, unreliable narrator point of view then yes you can kind of see that like you know, the battle with, with her and the killer is her her identity taking over at that point in time. Right. And then when, you know, her her who she loves, you know, um Alex, you know, starts to run away, that's we see that shift back into it. So yeah, was she bludgeoned in the face multiple times and suffkid? No. That would that did not happen.
0: I mean, she might, maybe she did it to herself. <laughs> I mean, that's possible.
1: Maybe, but her face was not nearly as damaged when we went back to no. to her. Um, and I, I mean, I think I, we do see this sometimes, especially with like psychological horror or slashers. It tends to be more women in that aspect. I would say, not like outright slashers, not like the the big ones but like psychological stuff or you know stuff you have to get inside people's heads and love story it does tend to be more women there than anything else um but no i, I think everything was well done i think acting was well done i think everything was it, it's exactly what it needed to be Did it look like an early 2000s movie yeah yeah but <laughs> I mean, but if you if it, but had it been english you would have thought okay yeah this is this is american Hands down, right. Uh, I'll I'll just roll in my low point. Speaking of American, as we as you point out, yeah, the Americanness of it was. I, I don't know if that was the point. I don't know if that was the idea of the big middle finger to the United States with the the state that horror was in. Like, look, we can make an American looking movie with with the South better than you can right now, and that's my guess is why it's that way because if not why is the boy dressed out as a cowboy why do they have the the Confederate flag um and the other little point would be if this is actually Marie doing all the stuff she is stupidly strong
0: <laughs> well yeah yeah I mean, I mean, so able will the...
1: take off someone's head with that
0: well yeah um I mean yeah there's just some parts that are like I'll just I mean I'll give a couple of examples to how there's no way you could figure this out ahead of yeah. time, and like one is like, okay, we see the guy, um, you know, with the severed head in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when that happens, they're not even at the house yet; <laughs> they're right. still on the road somewhere. So like, <laughs> okay, we we're being shown this guy as being on present on the farm before they even get there. So like, okay, okay obviously yeah. this guy has been there before they were there. Um, like, uh, when they we're locked in the back of the truck. Right. Like she's like trying to break open the door and she's interacting with Alex, like touching her and like moving her around. Like she's actually there, but who's driving the truck? Like what, like how is that happening? I don't understand how that's happening. Like, like that's happening in the back of the truck, but the truck is moving when it's happening. Like, I don't, Again, it's, like, impossible... Unless the to, truck's
1: not actually moving.
0: Right, I'm just saying, it's impossible <laughs> in the context that they give you that to figure out that it's two different people. Um, right. Or, like, uh, yeah, like, when they're in the gas station, like, the guy knows, the attendant guy calls him by name. Yes. Right? So, like, okay, how the hell <laughs> would she know his name? Or, like, you know what I mean? There's no way that you could know um, that there was two different people. It's just not possible. And then, of course, uh, poor Hendricks. I felt bad for the for the for the dog. He was like a Saint Bernard, just a big baby. Gets stabbed.
1: Oh, he was a good boy. Yeah, he was absolutely good boy.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Maybe like rural France has like a thing for America. I don't know. (laughs) It's possible, I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I've never been to rural yeah. France. I've never been to France, so I can't I guess I can't judge.
1: You have any other low points? No. No, same things, okay. All right. So as as we are doing cigarette number of cigarettes out of 10, what would you give this movie? How many cigarettes out of 10?
0: Um hot tension. <laughs> I will give uh 8 cigarettes out of 10.
1: 8 Cigarettes out of 10?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, for me, it's I'm fine that I may clearly have missed these movies when they came out, at least other than High Tension. Um, I wish I knew about these ahead of time, just like I'm finding out with Argento that, you know, I don't know if these weren't available at my video store growing up or or what, because these seem right up my alley. And, and i'll say this right now is you know as we did the 70s raw stuff a couple of weeks ago and we were discussing too these didn't bother me nearly as much as you know i spent in your grave um and it's probably because you and i are, are so you know jaded to the body horror you
0: know yeah yeah like i said yeah i've well yeah i mean yeah, i've watched a lot of cronenberg movies like body horror is not <laughs> something that really right. bothers me all that much. there's there's a couple of scenes um in these next two that that made me cringe a bit um because they're they're disturbing but um i yeah, i'd say overall the raw movies do bother me more and i think that's just because it's got that weird like like sexual humiliation mm-hmm. edge to it and i think that I don't know if it's our culture or what it is, but that to me seems so much worse. <laughs> you know, you just murder, stab people Absolutely. is bad, right? Yes. But like that's <laughs> normal bad. It's so where like sexual humiliation is like extra bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, you know, Serbian film really hits that right. uh, the worst.
0: Yeah. Honestly. Well, that, yeah. Serbian film is everything all, all at, everything all together all at once. That's what they, that's,
2: yeah.
1: Um, and, and for all that, you know, on the slash rewatch kind of first watch on this one, I'm going 8.5 because it would be higher if it made more sense. But, like, execution wise, this is this is what we needed 20 years ago. You know, what I mean, hands down.
0: Right. Yeah. I I, really, I mean, this movie was I remember it was pushed pretty hard to like America because I remember renting it at a normal mm-hmm. video store. Um, the other two in this list, not so much. Um, like I said, I had a friend of mine turn yeah. me on to him that was into, like, foreign horror. Like, you know, he was, he followed that stuff, so he knew about it. But I never saw them in a video <laughs> store. I never saw them advertised anywhere. No. But high it, tension, I did. I, I don't know how or when, but I know I, I rented it. I just don't know how I knew about it, but I did.
1: Right, and you know, this is kind of once again of we are diving into other countries' horror movies that we really missed out on. Uh And I think these three are, I mean, yeah, high tension enough that I knew about it too, but I'd say it's only in the past five years I really hear about Inside and Martyrs. Like before that, I had zero knowledge of them. Uh and That's a shame.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I want to say it was probably like 2010-ish, 2010 ish, 2010, 2012 ish. is when I got turned down to them, somewhere yeah. around there. Oh. So yeah, several years after they came out, but right. Yeah.
1: All right. Ready to move on to the next one?
0: Mm-hmm, Are you Are you ready?
1: I am. I am ready. Um, so the next one on on this is inside, which came out in two thousand and seven and uh you know surprise surprise to our listeners. these movies, my wife was not gonna watch with me inside probably most of all
0: <laughs> yeah i yeah, I'd say yeah, to be fair, this one's probably the worst <laughs> as far as the body horror part goes,
1: oh absolutely, absolutely and you know, we'll touch base on the Inside and Martyrs remakes, which have been abysmally rated on the American remakes. Uh, we will touch those probably on Unnecessary Remakes part, whatever we're going to do for it. Um, yeah, so Inside, you know, warning for anyone who is pregnant, don't watch it while pregnant or anything like that, because it's a hard pregnancy for it. Body horror movie. Yep. Um. So essentially, we start off with a. Yeah, you know, I'm going to say this right now. This is as much of a Christmas movie as the dorm that dripped blood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's here. it's mentioned that it's Christmas and that's it.
2: Yes.
1: I I thought there was a snow in France around Christmas, but maybe
0: I'm. Well, they they did say it was cold, but there was definitely no snow.
1: Right. Um. So we start off with a a car crash. We see, you know, a a pregnant woman in the car with a husband there, clearly dead. Um, you know, very pregnant. Um, you know, we get weird CGI baby kind of right away in Euro, in that as well. Um, and then yeah, just kind of pan out on on the car crash scene. Um, and then we get introduced to our main, uh, protagonist, Sarah, who is, uh, working. No, is her, does her, is her mother there with her right away or she at the hospital next?
0: Um, I think when they go in on her, I think she's waiting like in the lobby of the hospital. Yeah. And her mother is with her at that time.
2: Yeah,
1: so you know she's uh, oh she's overdue. Let's just say that they don't mm-hmm. say how long, how many days. They're kind of making prep. She's doing the whole ultrasound and all that stuff. Um, and she's talking to a mother, who she calls by her first name. You can tell that by doing that, she is in a strained relationship with her mother. Um, and they said I don't know, it's been a few months after the car crash, so she's still dealing with the death of her husband, and. Her baby being overdue, and her mother's kind of there talking to her, like, "Hey, you should come to, you know, Christmas dinner, which they for Christmas Eve, um, and all that jazz." And you know, she's like, "No, I don't want to do that. I just want to be alone." Because she's like, "Going to the doctor said that if she doesn't pop, they're going to induce labor the next day.
0: Yeah, on, on Christmas morning.
1: Correct. And as someone who has three kids." You don't go out and do things (laughs) if you're in that state. You don't go, hey, I'm gonna go travel away. You know, not be potentially farther away. Mount Grant, she's gonna be with family, so it may have been a better thing as opposed to being alone. Because you know, if shit goes horribly wrong, it's better to have someone there at times if you can. Um, you know, so she is kind of sitting there in the waiting room, and we get like a creepy nurse is like you know you can tell she's french because she's smoking type thing like right in front of the pregnant woman um starts creepily touching her belly and talking about like oh her first how her first kid was was stillborn of her like three or four she's had that you're very lucky and just kind of like i don't know how, how else to explain it just like very touchy to a pregnant woman and there are people in the world that are like that there are people like oh you're pregnant and just start touching the pregnant woman's belly and stuff like that it's disturbing to see it in real life as well as as the movie
0: yeah i mean i've heard what i've I've heard people complain about that i can like definitely tell you i don't want anything to do with the pregnant woman so i'm not a problem (laughs) but but i do know that other people they i've heard lots of people complaining about people just Randomly touching them, you know, like, oh, you know, how's your baby? Like, I barely know you. Why are you touching Right. And
1: that, that, that she, she gave that, the nurse gave off that, like, very vibes, like, okay, stay away from me. <laughs> like, I, yeah, great conversation. You can just, just go away. Just go away. Um, and then she's, it, we find out she's, you know, a photographer. Uh, she's talking to, you know, her mom's asking, like, oh, have you, hit? essentially, I feel like her mom's asked if she's, you know, kicking boots with her boss.
0: Well, I think she is trying to suggest that she should get with her boss. Yeah. Cause the boss is like the boss and he's probably, you know, stable and rich or whatever. She's just right. doing, she's doing mom stuff. I would say a couple, yeah, she, a couple of months after the the death of your husband, when you're still pregnant with his child is probably not the best time to be dude. doing, going hunting for a new mate. I'm just, you know, throwing that out there.
1: No. Um, so we get introductions. You know the the boss, like I would invite you to dinner, but I don't think you're going to. So he knows you well enough. Um, and all that jazz. So he's like, "Hey, you know, come pick me up in the morning." Because mom's like, well, "Who's going to take you?" in? it's like, "Oh, John Pierre uh, is going to." He gave him like the janitor key ring to her house, <laughs> right? Giant key-, key ring. I'm throwing that out there. <laughs> Um, so she still kind of does a little bit of work. She goes to a park and takes pictures of, of, uh, mother and father playing with their kid and just reminiscence has a little flashback every once in a while. Um, and then she eventually goes home and she's, you know, calling Jean-Pierre saying, Hey, just make sure we're okay. But she's like, Oh, you're probably stuffing your face right now. Um, and all that stuff so all of a sudden then she gets a knock at the door um and the the, the age-old adage of my car is broken down you know I kind of come and use your phone you know 2007 don't you have a cell phone which is a very valid question even 2007 because not everyone had one and you know the excuse of oh yes but my battery's dead in 2007 yeah it's very accurate
0: yeah, I <laughs> I <would> well <laughs> i i got my first cell phone in 2007 so right yes that's when everybody was getting one because it was yeah i was like one of the last people to get one,
1: so. <laughs> yeah so and she's like no you know what no i'm very unnerving like she goes through the people and just like a dark silhouette figure can't really see anything she's like no my husband has to go to work he is sleeping and the woman goes no he's not sarah he's dead <laughs> how the hell do you know that um it's a very valid question as well. At at that point in time, yeah, you're very unnerving. And she kind of goes through the house, starts locking all the stuff. You know, she's at the side window. She gets her camera, starts trying to take pictures of her to see her because she's still that dark silhouette through through the window. Um so uh she calls the cops. You know, this time she knows where she is like the, you know, last person, which is fair. Um, they come in, they're like, you know, hey, uh, you know, the person's already gone. This is really weird. We're going to have like a patrol car kind of, you know, drive around throughout the night, right? Just make sure everything's okay. Um, you know, she's really appreciative of, of the cops and their work and how nice they are. So definitely not an Argento-esque movie here for that reason alone. Right. Um, And she kind of like, I think she falls asleep a little bit, but then she and she does something that I'm not entirely, I don't know, uh, you know, developing photos and the chemicals involved, but I can't imagine it's good for a pregnant woman to be around all that stuff. I, you know I mean? I don't know. I mean, they're not
0: like porcelain dolls, I, man. They can do stuff. <laughs> I know,
1: but it's just the fumes. So she starts developing the pictures and she's able to see her. She's like, oh, she looks familiar. Um, she's like, wait, why have I seen her before? And she gets the magnifying glass. And like when she's in the park taking pictures of the family. Oh, there she is in the background. And my initial thought was, is that too touchy feeling nurse? Initially, that was the first thing that went to my head. Like,
0: I, I kind of thought that <laughs> simply because the, like she lit up a cigarette right next to her. And then when she was outside the window, she lit up a cigarette. And I was right. like, oh, it, it's her. But then I realized, oh, yeah, this is a French movie. <laughs> like, everybody <laughs> smokes. So, yeah, you can't, like, say, oh, yeah, the smoke, it's, they were both smoking. So that's them. But no, you can't do that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did think that at first. But then I realized, oh, yeah, this is the French movie. Everybody smokes. So,
1: right. You know, the, the three year old kid at the park was probably smoking, too. Yeah. That, yeah.
0: Most <laughs> likely. As soon as the camera moved away. Right.
1: Right. Um, yeah, then she calls uh, her boss again and say, hey, can you get these kind of blown up? I need to prove that this woman is kind of stalking me, and she's been at my house. Um, And then she goes, I mean, yeah, she's tired, and she goes to sleep. Uh, And then we get, all of a sudden, you know, she's asleep very quickly, and the woman is there kind of all in black and just kind of staring at her, like no indication of how she got in. There's nothing like that. Um, but then what's really weird is the woman then proceeds to go through her house to where the nursery is to like where these toys are making an absurd amount of noise. In, in my opinion, for someone trying to be sneaky in the house.
0: Well, know, she's, uh, yeah. I don't think she's necessarily trying to be sneaky. I think she, she's yeah. just got issues.
1: Right. So um yeah, she's trying to go through she's you know, in the bathroom, going through the drawers until she finds, you know, like the biggest pair of scissors you could possibly find. <laughs> like these are like shears that are gonna cut down like chicken cut through chicken wire type levels. Yeah, they're scissors. like <laughs> yeah,
0: they're like old school fabric shears. Seamstress, like, yeah. Yeah, they're like giant.
1: Oh, it's like the, it's like the scissors that they had in opera. Yeah. That the seamstress used. Yeah. Um, yeah. So eventually, yeah. After going through all the stuff, she eventually goes into the room and, you know, kind of cuts open. No, she, yeah, she lifts up her shirt and just like stabs her in the navel. And that's when, when Sarah wakes up, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fair. I, that's. Awful, right then and there. Like, okay, you know, you don't typically see pregnant women getting stabbed that graphically in movies.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Um, pregnant women yeah. are usually like, you know, out of bounds.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. That so she kind of fights her off a little bit. Now she gets like, I'd say from her her left cheek across her lip down slashed open pretty well.
0: Yeah, yeah, she gets, yeah. yeah, she starts swinging around the scissors like a mad person, and she gets cut all bunch of times.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, eventually Sarah's able to get into the bathroom, and, you know, looks like the world's flimsiest lock, but, you know, the the mystery person is trying to stab through the door. She's trying to kick down the door, and, you're like, you know, zoom in on the tiny, 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 tiny deadbolt that's there. Like, okay, that's coming off. Uh surprisingly never does. <laughs> oh. Nope. Yeah. So yeah, so you know, she's screaming, she's trying to figure out, you know, bandage herself up, figure out what's going on here. Um and I believe this is a woman then go starts talking about who she is uh, and why she's there. Right? Wait, yeah. What? The the intruder says why she's there, just to take the child for herself oh um, well yeah but she kind of goes into it like right like you know i want my own child it was taken away from me it's like you no know, no one would have sex with a crazy person like you all that stuff um right. is this where we? do we find out who she is or at
0: this no, point? no no we don't find out that till the very end
1: to the very end yes yeah
0: um but yeah no at this okay. at this point is when the doorbell rings. And that's yeah, when um, her boss her boss comes to you know try to force her to come to the Christmas dinner,
1: right? And she yeah say hey, but you know it's the woman that's there who thinks he, he thinks it's Sarah's mother, which I don't know what that's an insult to her because I don't think the woman was that old old enough to be Sarah's mother.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's pushing it. I mean, she was a little bit older but yeah, yeah, she definitely wasn't like mother of a 30 year old woman. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. She was not like, she did not look that old, but I don't know. Maybe the guy was just being polite or something, or maybe, I mean, yeah.
1: but you know, your, your Pierre, mind
0: but... will convince you of a lot of things. You're like, who the hell else would it be? Right.
1: Right. You know, so. asking if she's okay. Yeah. She's, she's prepping, you know, I'm her mother. She does say that she's her mother. Um, you know, and, and all that stuff. And then, uh, uh, promptly gets, uh, no, no. Then the then the mother does actually come come in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then she's like, "Wait, who is this?" And then after, um, you know, Sarah's still in the in the bathroom. I think she hear she doesn't hear Juan Pierre. Um, well, yeah.
0: Well, the mom, yeah, the mom comes in and goes, you know, where the hell is is my daughter and who the hell is this? Right. And then she runs upstairs to like go find her daughter. And then the the boss looks at the lady like, "Okay, well, that's obviously the mom. Who the hell are you?"
1: And then stabbed through.
0: <laughs> <again>. <laughs> well, yeah. And then that's when, yeah, poor mom. Yeah, he
1: gets he gets murdered. He gets stabbed to death. Well, not yet. And then you know someone's trying to.
0: Not yeah. yet. He's the, he's All second. Right. Mom's first.
1: Yes. Yeah. The mom is trying to open the door, and what well, she gets a knitting needle.
0: I don't know what that is. She pulled it out of the bathroom drawer. So I don't, it might've been like one of those old school, like hair things, you know, where they had like the oh, big yeah. pointy hair thing, not yeah. like cut the chopstick, but one of those.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and she thinks it's the woman there. And then she stabs mother through the neck. <laughs> yeah. Thinking it's the attacker. And then I think that's when Juan Pierre comes up there and sees it. And then he stabbed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he goes like, oh man, what's going on? And then he gets like, one stab with the scissors like through his knee yep. <laughs> which is like ow and then he yeah. flips over going like what the hell and then she stabs him right in the crotch yes and yeah it's like lots of blood
1: oh yeah there's a big artery down there yeah <laughs> in the leg. yeah and then yeah, yeah, oh, and, yeah. and then he she finishes bleeds out he bleeds yeah. out yeah um meanwhile then we see what three cops in a squad car with a rider in in the back, see, I'm not a writer. You know, because they talk about there's like what f- almost 5,000 cars have been set on fire from riots and all chaos well, yes. kind of going in the well, streets.
0: Yeah, so they're they're basically showing the background of like real France, which has like riots all the fucking time. <laughs> they riot over a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. um, so yeah, there's currently riots going on at the time, and apparently they caught this guy with molotovs, like ready to burn something so they arrested him but yeah these are like the most like casual looking cops i've ever seen i mean maybe oh, that's how like clothes yeah, well, yeah so maybe that's how like night cops look in france i don't know i mean again i've never been to france i don't know france culture but these guys seem like very like uh casual like they're just wearing like normal street clothes but there's like three of them they, and, like, they a little seem like volunteers Fiat.
1: and police service right volunteers yeah. and police service type things yeah, and the guy's like, you know, the riders like, I don't even like Molotov cocktails. <laughs> you know, showing just his ignorance that he doesn't know that's not a drink. <laughs> uh so you know, one guy's the guy who's driving is talking to his wife, and all after this last check, we have some asshole on the back here with us. We gotta take in and do the paperwork on. Two other guys go in there. Um, you know, they aren't the same cops that were there before uh but they go in there start questioning and like she's like hey yeah the lady answers like yeah I'm, I'm sarah everything's okay and then you know they're like okay cool you like, wait a minute she's not pregnant <laughs> 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 like after the fact like clearly not pregnant right um so yeah like okay arrest her and then you know stab 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 <laughs> um and then she gets uh the riot gun not yet. Not or is yet. Is it just a weather gun? Well,
0: yeah, because okay, so one guy, gun. one guy stays back in the car with the the Molotov guy and the riot gun. Yeah, and and the, yeah, and he's got the riot gun. And then, yeah, the one guy comes in and he tries to arrest her while the other guy goes upstairs. Right, and then he sees the bodies, and then he's trying to to get her out. um Yeah, um, to to, to get her out of the bathroom or whatever. So she yeah kills the one dude with uh i think needle yeah the needle like yeah she like stabs him in the eye or something yeah um and then yeah and then she goes upstairs and then she kills the other dude while he's trying to save
1: yeah like she's yeah his head gets half blown off right in front of right
0: Right. of sarah right yeah because yeah she gets the gun from cop one and she blows his head off and then she manages to slam the door again Right. Um and of course the the other dude that was in the car now here's the gunshot. And then he's right. like, "Oh shit, I need to go in." And so and instead of like it, leaving, leaving Molotov guy deck. in the car, no, he like Hades him on the leash. Yeah, he like huffs this <laughs> leech to like his pants, <laughs> like yeah. his belt loop of his pants and he and he drags the dude in and he's got like his literally drags him. <laughs> right, he's got like a, you know his gun in one hand and this like r- double-barreled riot gun in the other hand. Yeah and he, yeah, he goes in um, there yeah it's bizarre
1: yeah so they go in there and see the aftermath you know the 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 perp is like puking because yeah quite disturbing scenes that he's going across he's like stop untie me stop bringing me through this crap man right um but yeah they get to the door and you know this time sarah's a lot more open and he realizes she realizes it's the cops and the intruder is nowhere to be seen at this point in time. Like they keep kind of panning, like the guy, the guy who's arrested, his back keeps panning over the way. I kept expecting for her to appear in the doorway. <laughs> um, but they're trying to get her out. There's, you know, they're starting to. Uh, and then the the lights go out. So they're having to, like use a lighter to try to see their way through. Um, you know, they're trying to help her through. Into what she goes into her bed. Um, I Believe, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, she's kind of hiding there behind her bed. She's not in good shape, she's gotten a lot more damage to herself. And then, uh, you know, the cop and his tag along leash <laughs> arrest, arrested guy are going through. Uh, she shoots the one officer again, and then the the, the guy that he arrested gets the scissors right through the, his forehead. All right, Like, halfway through his head.
0: Well, yeah, well, she shoots the cop with the riot gun, but, like, yeah. right next to his head. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's, it's supposed to be a non-lethal gun, but, like, if it goes off right next to your head, like, it's explodes still
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> Explodes it. And the guy manages to take out the scissors from his head and then kind of just collapses and is dead. Um so uh she's going back and you know they start kind of you now, she's in the kitchen, they start like attacking each other, like toasters are being thrown, um all all the stuff. She's choking her, and you know, I think the when Sarah's like out to to die, that the lady you know lights off her cigarette, and Sarah's already there with like an aerosol can and just burns half her face off, right? At least,
2: um, she tries to run, and then she's kind of there, and then uh, this is where we get the story now,
1: right? Of why you hear she's like, <laughs> oh. I was in the other car because the very pregnant one we show was actually her that, you know, Sarah's like, Oh, I was told there's no survivors. Well, my baby was taken from me. Now it's kind of revenge. I want your baby and all that stuff. So we get that backstory that she has been stalking her. She has been following her because she ruined her life and she wants her baby now. So she's gone crazy and you know, kind of rightfully so. Um, And yeah, then we find out the cop, survived the riot gun shot uh but he's blind i believe he can't. yeah
0: yeah well yeah well it appears that like the riot gun like burst his eyeballs because <laughs> it looks like he's just got yeah. like empty sockets and like blood's coming out of his ears so like i don't th- i think he doesn't i don't think he can see or hear anything so he's right. like like a zombie kind of
1: yeah um and he starts attacking sarah because he doesn't know Who it is, and she's like beating her in the stomach till her water breaks, and like you know, she's already got jabbed through the belly button, she's gotten a lot of damage. You know, she was stabbed through the hand, she was all this stuff. Um even she couldn't even breathe at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so she takes that just all purpose needle and then like stabs herself in the throat to be able to breathe again then effects on this are pretty good for like the, you know, the blood coming out, um, you know, the attacker eventually comes and you know, kills the officer. Uh, and then she kind of, Sarah's kind of just kind of stuck on the stairs, unable to do much removed. Cause she's giving birth and she's like, Hey, the baby's stuck. Can you help me? <laughs> essentially. Um, yeah. and then she essentially then gets a, uh, uh, house of the dragon cesarean
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah she just cuts her wide open. Her open right
1: to like she's dead and then the ending shot is with the woman holding the baby and kind of rocking it and singing the lullaby yep that's it and we saw that just the huge cut in half almost sarah on the stairs dead Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yeah.
2: Yeah, with a big hole in
0: her stomach where a baby was. Right. So.
2: Uh,
1: my first thought on this was I thought this was a completely different movie. Because... <laughs> I know
0: he did. When we were talking about it, I was like, I don't think he knows what movie this is.
1: <laughs> I got mixed up with some other movie and I think the other movie I was thinking of was end of a- being worse than what this <laughs> was Um but no, like I I was watching this I go, "Oh yeah, there's there's no way in hell the wife would watch this. Like, I'd tell her about it she's like, "Yeah, I, that that's a recurring nightmare of someone doing something almost, you know, getting cut open to steal your baby." And obviously that's has to be a natural human instinct to have that and it's natural to have that fear and everything like that. Um but I mean, this movie was Good. I mean it it was it more taboo than high tension absolutely. You know, you generally don't you know, pregnant women generally don't get killed in horror movies. Well,
0: yeah, pregnant women are usually the ones that are safe. It's usually like if you're a yeah. pregnant woman in a horror movie, you're most likely safe. Right. You're most likely going to be like shipped off somewhere and not be where the danger is.
1: Correct. Um but that just kind of shows how how extreme the French were going with this because this was generally a taboo thing and they went for it, man. And you know what? And good on them for, for that. Like I said, it wasn't, as a father, like this didn't disturb me in what, you know, like I said, the I Spit Your Grave or a Serbian film or anything like that. It just seemed to me, once again, a natural progression of where the movies would have been in america and i think that's, that's a good example of that as well um what was your first thought and rewatches on this
0: um yeah i mean this the rewatches on this is um i mean it's been a while since i've seen it i just kind of forgot how like savage it was um like a lot of the the kills are just kind of like they come out of nowhere or they're they're very unexpected Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just but they're also kind of like realistic right there's not like you know- you know usually like you know horror slasher type movies they're always dead in some goofy way, right, like some kind of showy right way um and this is there's no show at all it's like people just die in totally normal ways, I mean yes, it's horrible yeah. when they die, but it's not like you know crazy you know big stage piece kills or anything right. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's interesting. And it, it all takes place in like basically uh, one house. Like there's no other, so there's like the one scene in the hospital and then the rest of it just takes place in this house and that's it.
1: Almost, I would say almost real time, maybe like three hours, the rest of it.
2: It's
1: um, <laughs> a very short amount of time. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, it's one evening. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, I, I guess over time, you know, some of the edge of, like, how gross some of this stuff was, it faded away. But, yeah, I mean, I, I still remember yeah. most of it, we're, all the we're... nasty stuff I remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, once again, it's, it's, as you said, it's not a set piece, it's not elaborate, it's not the, the showmanship of of kills as slashers were. It's very realistic type body mutilation let's say right
0: yeah it's realistic it's <laughs> savage i mean obviously like there's horrible stuff happening don't get me wrong yeah it just it's it's not like the 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 big puffed up stage pieces that they usually have in yeah. right all right so what are your highlights then for this movie um i really like the way it was shot you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, it's kind of kind of like a weird, like, uh, almost like an art house vibe to it, like the way it was shot, um, like, especially like in the beginning when like, she's like falling asleep watching the TV and we see her like slowly fade in and then like slowly fade out behind her, you know, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, just stuff like that. It's where like, you know, the camera's focusing on kind of, you know, just kind of off center just to kind of put you at, at, on ease and stuff like that. Just, I mean, the camera angles when the kills and stuff are happening are, are very, they're interesting choices you know i'd say there's there's kind of like almost like an art um edge to, to how it how it was shot um oh, yeah. and i dig that a lot um, i also like the sound in this there's not really like a uh like a, a score there's no like songs or music in the background but there's like these really weird you know kind of like shrill sounds that are yeah. happening when like you know horrible things are happening on the screen to kind of emphasize them uh, but more of most of the time, it's just kind of like quiet, <laughs> um, right. and then it's like yeah, you know, at certain times when like bad things are happening or bad things are starting to or going to happen, like you, there's like the weird like kind of tapping, clicking, screeching noises, and it's mm-hmm. I don't know, they're a good one. They they really do what they meant to do.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's yeah you're right the
1: atmosphere is 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 good it's what you expect from like it's like a what an artsy indie movie meets extreme body horror
0: right right right
1: (laughs) yeah with the the camera angles yeah i mean and that's the thing like you know we watch a lot of slashers where nothing happens no there's like no spoken dialogue for like 20 or 30 minutes and there's no music and that is unnerving in itself but this way yeah it's it's creepy, it's atmospheric, it's it's the progression. I could see this once again see this one in the Argento lineup as well. If he continued doing that path, if he ended up being continuing being good and all this stuff. Um and you felt everything was real. Like not real real, but like you felt the impact, you felt the trauma, you felt the damage being done. At, as it being realistic, not like oh, there's a ten foot geyser of blood coming out of your, you know, stabbed hand. Right. <laughs> and the acting, I think the acting was amazing and you know, I think they did the, the, the craftsmanship of, of the pregnancy, you know, was was good. It wasn't like an over the top like, you know, as we discussed with uh Unwelcome where her stomach's like three feet sticking out of her
0: yeah, yeah, that one was not realistic, but this one is very realistic. And they, I mean, they show like the belly a lot, and it yeah, it looks like a pregnant belly. It does not look fake at all.
2: No,
1: no, I, I, it's done perfectly well, and I I like that. I think yeah. that's exactly what it needed to be. Um, what about low points for you?
0: Um, low points. Um, okay. There's a couple of scenes that use CGI in this movie, and I think they are very (laughs) not well done. Um, one is all these, the goofy baby scenes. Yes. Like they're like, like sometimes they'll show like what the, I guess the baby is seeing like inside of her, like at the time it's bizarre and they're totally out of place. And I think they're, and they're not good looking because again, this is like, you know, early CGI stuff. And it's not done particularly well, it looks very fake, and they just kind of put it in there, like I understand you're going for like the kind of arty edge of like, oh, this is what the baby's experiencing, but like it just it doesn't look great, and it just doesn't I don't think it adds anything yeah. and I think it kind of takes away, and I think that was that wasn't great um, the whole fire thing, like the fire <laughs> was like this bizarre like effect that like it it made the fire look like super fake. So like yes. when the fire thing happened, I was like, "How did she get burned?" That the fire looked fake as hell. Like, <laughs> looked like nothing happened. Hmm. Um, but yeah, but as the fire was very, very fake looking. But that was also CGI. Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I know I always harp on on animals in these movies, but the poor cat. <laughs> um, like this, she had a black cat that like was like shown a couple of times as like being her like pet, right? And then, like, the lady's, like, waiting outside the door, and the cat comes up to her, and she just, like, grabs it and just, like, goes, crunch, and then throws it. And that's it. It's just, like, this very, like, you know, this kind of off scene that, like, I was like, why? Why did, I mean, we already know this lady is insane. She stabbed a pregnant lady in the belly with a pair of scissors. Like, we don't need, like, to know that she's a bad person at this point. What is, why do you, why do you have to do that?
1: because as we discussed before they're french and only french and villains are allowed to smoke and since she's french we had to know she's a villain some other way oh, I,
0: again at this point she had already stabbed a pregnant woman with a pair of scissors we know she's a bad person like there's there's no doubt in anyone's mind that she's gonna murder somebody today correct um yeah and then i'll um, I'll just tell you that the scenes that that make me go like yay like i don't you know like that is one when she's giving herself a tracheotomy yes um that is like ah god (laughs) like you know could i ever do that to myself like that's horrible i don't think i could no no but the thing (laughs) is like she gives herself a tracheotomy and then like she can breathe fine immediately and then she just tapes the hole up with duct tape like what 10 seconds after she does it yes i'm like uh okay so like the thing that was blocking your airway is still blocking your airway. So putting the duct tape over the hole, now you can't breathe again. Like, what are you doing? Like, okay, you know enough to give yourself a tracheotomy. You should know enough not to cover up the hole in your neck. I guess it wouldn't make sense that she was like talking afterwards, but like, then why bother having that scene? In
2: there? Correct.
0: Um. Anyway, I thought it was still a well done scene. It's just goofy, like that whole thing. Um. And then the scene where she's like, cutting into her pregnant stomach at the very end that scene yes. is like yay
1: i mean and you know they really left it to the imagination because they don't show it they show the aftermath but the,
0: the sound effects are there well they do, they show the first like couple of cuts yeah and but that not... that's the part where you're like yeah. ah because it, it looks like real skin it looks like she's just cutting through flesh i mean it's
1: it's, let me yeah. up this piece
0: of pork belly right yeah it, yeah, <laughs> it looks like cut through like a, a bacon back or something it, it's like yeah. oh dear god yeah oh, um those are the two things that make me cringe a bit like I, again i knew of them because i'd seen this before but it's still like uncomfortable to watch yeah i mean i
1: i, I completely agree and with, with low points baby i mean it's not like dancing Baby Alec would feel bad, but it's still pretty awful. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's
0: yeah, it's around that that quality.
1: It's it's the like the cutscene, the alternate ending to Butterfly Effect when he's <laughs> <under> <laughs> choking himself with the umbilical cord. It's that level bad.
0: Right, right.
1: I don't know if
0: you've seen that.
2: that
1: well,
0: like, yeah, the the funny that, thing, <laughs> I when the first time I watched Butterfly Effect, I watched that ending. I thought that was the normal <laughs> ending. No one told me any different. I didn't know. Yeah. So I watched that and I was talking to somebody about it later on. And I was like, yeah, that was an interesting ending where he killed himself in utero. And he's like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not how the movie ends. I'm like, no, I did. I saw it. I know. I saw that part. I know that's how it happened. It's like, that's not what happens. Well, yeah. I, what do you mean? So yeah, I did. I had no idea. It was, I mean, it was probably a couple of months in between before I had to watch it again. And so like, mm-hmm. wow, this is weird. Where did my ending come from? <laughs> But yeah, I, I realized that I had, um, I had watched, you know, cause like they had like the director's cut or whatever. Yep. And like, so in that case of the movie, they had two different discs. One was like the original cut and one was the director's cut. I watched the director's cut, not knowing it was like a different ending. I thought it was just more stuff added in. No, very no, true. it was like a very totally different ending and everything.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's definitely my little point to that baby. Um, but something we didn't mention yet is so far bad endings, right? We love bad endings. Well, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, all of these movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no, none of these movies end in a good, in a good place. Yeah.
1: But that that's what makes them good. We, you, you and I both really love really bad endings. And in these scenarios, it makes sense. It's not a bad ending just to be a bad ending. It's like, yeah, shit's got real. <laughs>
0: Right. Like, I guess. Know. Yeah. I guess that you could say the best ending out of these would be high tension, um, simply because she survived. <laughs> well, I mean, her whole family was killed in front right. of her, basically, but she right. does survive. But apparently, also the the villain also survives. Correct.
1: Set so, up uh, the sequel of higher te- no. yeah. <laughs>
0: tension. Yeah. Hot tension two. Electric yeah <laughs>
1: Um, I'll go. I'll go first for number of cigarettes out of ten on this. Uh, you know this was good. Like we discussed, especially the highlights of this taboo horrorness, and like not like I said, not extreme, not over the top. Yeah, it's some discomfort in in it, but overall, though, I think it was a pretty solid entry. I'm I'm disappointed it took 16 years to actually sit down and watch this. <laughs> um. And trying to determine if I like this more or less than High Tension. It, it, it they're two different movies. Um, you know, eight point five as well. You know, I had eight cigarettes. I had to finish, uh, well, partially finished the last. Well, yeah, it was uh,
0: <laughs> you got called back into work before you could finish your whole break?
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, how are you here, Sam? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I'm with you. It's it's 8.5 cigarettes out of 10 for me, too. Um, I like it just a bit more than high tension, uh, just because it it does take that extra step further than high mm-hmm. tension. Um, but I think it makes it a little bit more interesting. They're both good, but I think the inside is a bit better.
1: Yeah, I, 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 before we get into our third one, I'm just going to say this is another weirdly like solid week for us. We don't have many of those.
0: No, no. It's very rare to have to have all good movies. So yeah, spoiler. Well, at least at least I think I think so. I I can't speak for you. I think so. Oh,
1: I, I completely agree. All right. I completely agree that somehow we've gotten another good week.
0: All right, <laughs> we'll, right.
1: We'll we'll pay for it in October, I promise. Right.
0: Okay. So we'll roll into our next movie here, which is Martyrs, which is uh two thousand and eight. Yep. Um. so yeah this movie opens up with a child a a girl like kind of es- 11 yeah like yeah 11-ish escaping from like what appears to be like a kind of run-down industrial area Um, yes. and she is like dirty and like abused and she's wearing just like you know like a t-shirt and underwear like you know bloody dirty like you know, her hair is all like, you know, it looks like it's been cut with a lawnmower. I mean, it's like not in a good place. Right. And she's just like running down the street, like running for her life almost. I mean, they're just kind of like screaming. Right. <laughs> um, and then it cuts to like her in like an orphanage. So where, you know, surprise, surprise, she's not dealing well with normal life. Like, huh, yeah, uh, yeah, after all of this, you know, you could just tell all the torture that happened to her. Um, obviously so yeah. so she's not dealing well with with normal life um she's kind of uh basically only got like one friend and she only lets the one friend get close to her everybody else has to be like to stay away and and she'll like panic and freak out you know when they get close to her and she, she's like you know very very uh, you know anti social which you know again rightly so. right um so we do get to see a glimpse of like um some kind of like uh, i don't know like a dark version or like a dark woman right that seems to like attack her or be like a kind of a catalyst for when bad things happen yes Uh, we just get a kind of a glimpse of it we don't get a whole lot of it but we do see that it's some kind of dark female entity (laughs) that like comes at her when she was like left alone and she was like upset and we get to see that and then that's basically it cuts to like the future 15 uh, years later yeah so yeah it's like 15 years well i don't know if it's 15 but whatever it's in the future it's in the future they're like women now right um so essentially we cut to um her name uh what is her lucy is her name that's the mm-hmm. girl the abused girl um what was the other one's name oh crap uh, <laughs> i don't remember God. i don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Um, but I know, I know her, the the girl' name is Lucy. Anyway, so she is, uh, she basically we're at like this home, you know. We we're like introduced to like mom and dad and the the oh, boy God. and the girl. What's uh, up? I'm sorry, Ew. Anna. Anna. Okay.
1: Anna,
0: yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Lucy is the kind of um off base one, and Anna is kind of the one that tries to
2: like
0: help her deal with the world. You know, she's kind of like her I guess, emotional support human. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> right. So we get to we're kind of move to the fast forward to the future here. and We're like seeing this family. It's like mom and dad and like, you know, boy and, and girl. But they're like, you know, older teenage children. Um, and they're like having like a normal day, like making breakfast and like talking to each other and like talking about their day and what they're gonna do and blah 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 stuff like that. Um, and there's like a you know, like a knock at the door and they answer the door and it's older Lucy, um, with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. And the dude answers the door and he's like, oh, what? Boom. Just <laughs> blows the dude away. Um, she runs into the house. Um, you know, mom tries to run away, boom, gets shot in the back. Um, she reloads the shotgun. Um, what well, the one girl runs and hides like in the back room, but the son is like kind of stuck at the table. And she's like, Don't move, don't go anywhere. You know, like, do you do you know what they did? And he's like I do not I d I don't I don't know. And we get kind of a moment where we see her hesitate. Boom. (laughs) She shoots that kid too. Um, she runs back to where the girl ran in the room. Um, she basically, the girl tries to run away from her. Boom. Gets shot in the back. Um, so basically all these people are dead. And so she goes back out to, to Anna, um, who is now like in a car, like kind of down the street. Um, you know, asking her like, Oh, did you, did you check up on them? Is it them? Is it, you know, did you find out? And she's like, ah, yeah, it's them. She's like, okay. So like, what are we going to do? And she's like, um, yeah, they're like dead. (laughs) You gotta, (laughs) you gotta come see this. So she goes in the house and, um, yeah, she sees the aftermath of this and she's like, Oh shit. Like what happened? Right. Yeah. And she's like, Oh no, like my life is over. Like you can just see it on her face. Like, my friend has truly snapped and gone off the deep end of like, this is like, what are we going to do? Like she murdered a family. Um, So she's like, you know, asking, you know, trying to like ask her, like, how do you know it's them? Are you sure it's them? And she's like, yes, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure. Um, And so basically we find out that um, she was looking through a newspaper and saw a picture of this couple and she knew immediately that these were the people that had tortured her as a child. Right. Um and again at this point we're kind of like you know she, are, are they though? aren't they <laughs> like this they seem like a normal family like you know even Lucy seems like she's not sure at sometimes you know like Anna's kind of like are you really like this is this is all bad like what's going on. Um so you know it's kind of like leaning towards like this is this is messed up. So, um, she's like basically helping her to clean everything, and she just kind of sends Lucy away to like go cool off. And she's like dragging all the bodies like into the bathroom and like, you know, trying to figure out what to do is where she's gonna like bury them or whatever is going on. Um, so she gets like the two bodies out, um, in this big hole in the backyard, and she goes to move the mom, and the mom's like still alive. And so she's like, "Oh, you know, don't, you know, don't move, don't say anything." And she goes outside, and, and Lucy's like kind of losing her mind. You know, like, what are you know? We need to get out of here. What are we still doing here? Um, and at this point, you know, she's like, "Oh, you know, we'll we'll be fine. I just got to get all these bodies out of here. You just, you know, go cool off. I'm almost done." Um, and so she goes in the other room, and then that's when this this dark entity that we saw just a glimpse of earlier in the movie, um, like fully comes out, and it's like a a woman that's like, I don't know, super like scarred up and messed up, and and doesn't talk, just like mumbles and kind of screams. And just, like, straight up keeps attacking her. And, like, you know, like, grabs, a like, a straight razor and is, like, cutting all over Lucy's back um, and chasing her. And she's, like, you know, trying to get away. Um, Anna, like, every time Anna kind of goes to, like, help her, the, the woman is gone, you know? So at this point, we're kind of like, is this a real person? Like, is this a hallucination? Like, what's going on? But it's basically, like, you know, we figure out that, you know, this is kind of like a hallucination that she's having. And this hallucination is, is doing horrible things to her. Right. obviously cutting her back and doing that stuff, but she's doing this to herself. Yep. And Anna knows that, but she can't tell her that because again, it's going to, it's going to cause her to have an incident. So at this point in time, we're basically like, okay, <laughs> like Lucy's just crazy. She's now gone completely over of the edge. And like her poor friend, Anna is now an accomplice to all of this murder. Right. So Anna, you know, so we're kind of rooting for Anna at this point to like save the woman who's like going to survive this whole thing. Um, So, you know, Anna goes to like try to save the woman, Um, you know, it's kind of like helping her out of the door while um, Lucy's in the other room, like kind of sleeping off her hallucinations or whatever. Um, So like as she's doing that, of course, Lucy comes down and sees what she's doing. And murder is the woman <laughs> um, and then proceeds to have like this crazy fit. So where like, she, you know, we're, we see like going back and forth, kind of like how high tension was to where it's like, we see the crazy scarred up woman and we see her. um, And then we see that, you know, like literally cutting her entire arm open, like starting up by her shoulder and like slicing her whole arm all the way down to her fingers open yeah. on, on both arms. I mean, like, and I'm sure she would have died from that, but apparently that wasn't fast enough. So she also, like, sliced open her own throat. Um, and so she's just, like, dead, dead. <laughs> yeah. And so we, and as that happens, we get a flashback as to, like, her escaping when she was a child. And we see that, you know, like, somebody did, you know, have her, like, tied down to a chair and was, like, abusing her. And it was a woman. And it was a blonde woman. We can't see her face. The mom was a blonde woman. Um, we can't see her face. We're like, okay, well, somebody was. It is it her? Is it not? We don't know. Um, and and you know, she like trips and falls and hurts her foot, and she manages to like escape and run out. And as she's escaping and running out, she hears a woman screaming and moaning in another room. And she goes, she opens the door to that room, and she sees another woman is, you know, strapped down to a chair like she was but has obviously been there for a lot longer. It's like covered in scars. It looks like her tongue's been cut out. And Oh, she's in much worse. Yeah, day. she's in much worse. <laughs> it looks like she's probably started off at the same level as her, but has been doing, you know, things have been happening to her like another like 10 or 15 years. Like it's bad news. Right. And then essentially that's what we see like this is what's been haunting her her whole life is that she didn't save that other woman because when the cops finally did search that place, they never did find the woman or or they didn't find either woman. So they know where she was, but they never found who it was. Like they never got any information. Like everything was gone by the time the cops got there. Um, so at this point, you know, like, okay, great. Like, you know, like, what are we supposed to think now? Um, so, you know, she's dead. Anna is like trying to figure out what to do now because this is like, this is just a bad, bad thing. So she like, she tries to call like her parents. Um, her mom and her mom's just kind of like guilt tripping her, like, "Oh, you were, you you went hanging out with that Lucy again, didn't you? Like, I haven't heard from you in years, and now you're calling me back. Like, you're probably in trouble." She's like, "No, no, I just wanted to talk to you, you know." And anyway, it's bad. So you know, she just kind of puts the phone down, um, and then goes and you know just like hangs out with Lucy, who's like wrapped up uh, like a corpse, I guess, like just sitting yeah. on on the couch. Um and she's like, oh man, like what do I do? And then she kind of, um, I don't remember how she does it, but she ends up finding a secret passage, like a like in this cabinet, right? Um, and she opens up the cabinet and and she goes through it and there's like a like a hallway, like it looks like a medical hallway. Um, it's got like a medical like check-in station and there's all these weird like light up posters on the wall and they're all like people that are like dead in bad ways. <laughs> Like you're talking like people that look like they're being like crucified or beaten or burned and like all bad stuff, right? Um, so she goes all the way down. There's like a weird clean room thing, and then it goes into like a cell. Um, and inside this cell is a woman who is like all scarred up and beaten and messed up, um, and naked except for she's got like a weird metal helmet thing that's like covering her eyes. Looks like a VR helmet only it's just like metal and like literally nailed into her head also um, like a
1: chastity belt
0: yeah she's got like a metal <laughs> chastity belt thing on and that's it and she's like yeah. chained up um so she like you know finds the keys and unlocks her and is like trying to like help her i guess i don't know go back into the real world but like i mean like i don't know how you would do that somebody that's like that level of torture right um so yeah she like you know, pries the nails out of the VR helmet and gets the helmet off. Um, and then like, you know, gives her like a bath, um, you know, and then kind of puts a blanket over her head. So like the sun, the light won't hurt. Right. Um, and then she goes to sleep, (laughs) which is odd, but, um, and then she wakes up and she hears like a noise and she goes and looks and the lady, um, is awake now and is like literally like cutting chunks of flesh off of her own arm. Um, and so she like takes the knife away, like what the hell are you doing? And the lady's like freaking out, like smashing her head on the wall, and like just trying to like rip her own skin off. It looks like, and she's like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, what do I do? Right? right. Boom! <laughs> the shot rings out. Lady is dead. Um, and like these like SWAT team kind of people come in, going like, you know, who the hell are you? You know, where where the you know where the the couple that live here? Who the hell are you? Um, And they basically just kind of like lock her down. Um, They search the whole house. They basically find out what happened um, that, you know, they got killed and like, well, how did this happen? Like, you know, like what, what could we possibly, you know, how, how could this have, you know, done? Like we kind of plan for all this stuff Um, and you find out that, yeah, they were, you know, some kind of like, I don't know, cell, like some kind of like spy cell that was doing this in secret. Um, and these people are kind of like the enforcers, um, and because they didn't answer when they like, you know, called their check-in time or whatever, they knew something was wrong. So they came in and, and shut it down. Um, and they eventually figure out that Lucy was the girl that got away. Um, and they're like, oh, well, you know, there was that loose end, right? She got away and she came back and killed her. That was her own mistake for letting her go. Right. You can tell there's a whole lot of like feelings for For their employees, like yeah, whatever. It was their own fault. Um, so they basically go, well, uh, that lady's dead. Lucy's dead. Um, yeah, we gotta kind of continue our project here. So uh, this lady, why don't we just use her? So they take Anna and lock her up, just like the lady was. Um, that was locked down there before. Thankfully, she doesn't get the metal chastity belt or you know VR helmet, but um, she basically gets stripped down and and left in the cell. And we, we see like a level of torture that happens over time where she gets beaten and, and like force fed and just, you know, bad, bad things happen to her. Right. Um, and in between we get kind of these little snippets of like what's going on. So where like this lady called, they just call her the Mademoiselle. They don't, they don't say her name yeah. or anything. She like comes, she's like an old lady, but one of those like, you know, old lady turbans, mm-hmm. um, you know, and she's, like, you know, super, you know, kind of, you could tell she's, like, super rich and powerful kind of person. Um, And she shows her all the pictures, all these pictures in, like, her little photo album she's got. Um, And these are the same pictures that were in those light-up posters on the wall. And basically she's explaining that all of these people died horrible, painful deaths, but they, like, accepted the pain. And because they accepted the pain, they were able to see beyond the... I guess the the, the, the this world the, into the other world, right? Yeah, the veil between worlds. Right, they're able to see like the veil between worlds, and able to see the world of what 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 the afterlife is while still alive. Um, and so that and they call them martyrs. Like that is what the, their purpose is. That's what all this torture and stuff is about. Is they're trying to create martyrs. Um, and it, it seems like they're trying to create martyrs because they're trying to find out. What these martyrs see is they've gotten they've you know although their experiments and stuff they've gotten people to see the other side but none of them have been able to explain to them what it is they've only gotten like little snippets of it um so they basically are putting her through the same process so they're like torturing her torturing her torturing her to the point to where she's like literally like insane and then they put you through like intense crazy pain and then that's supposed to like be the catalyst for you to see the other world. Um so that's what they do to poor Anna, they torture, beat her, you know, psychological torture, all that kind of stuff. Um and then at the very end of that process they literally flay her skin off. So where me, the old
1: Yeah, let me say that guy did was a master of his work. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, yeah, you can tell like this has been done before. Like these people are professionals. Yeah. Like this is their job. Like they know what right. they're doing. This is not amateur hour. This is this is people that are doing this as a job. Um, and so yeah, it gets her skin flayed off. Um, the only thing left is her face, and then we get to see like literally the musculature of underneath her skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, essentially, you know, we see that she has seen the other side. And, you know, the Mademoiselle says, you know, oh, she's seen the other side and she's still alive and she's still talking. So you know, Mademoiselle drives super fast over. there. You think she would have been there waiting, right? If they're doing like the big reveal, like she should have just been there, but whatever. Um. So she, but she was able to talk to Anna for a while. For I think they said it was like 30 whole minutes she was able to talk to. Her. Right. Um. And then since then, she has gone non-communicated. You know, she can't talk anymore. But she's still technically alive. And so like all of these like rich people gather together for like this get together. So where they're all like apparently a part of this, I don't know, secret society or group, whatever this is. And these people are, you know, very interested in knowing what this person said, because this is the whole purpose of their group is to see what's beyond right to create these martyrs so they can find out what's on the other side before they get there
1: yeah yeah and they are all all older people too yeah
0: yeah they're all i mean when you're thinking like typical older you know like rich people that's what all these people look like and that's what they they
1: act like think think the old people old white people and get out that's right (laughs) right, yeah you you
0: can tell it's very rich people lots of money um yeah so basically mademoiselle um is like kind of looks like she's gonna prepare for her like speech but it's like she's doing it in reverse to where she's like taking off her old lady turban she's taking off her fake lashes she's like wiping off her makeup um and the guy is like oh you know they're ready to hear what the martyr said to you are you ready to be out there and she's like yeah yeah i'll be out there in a minute and she like literally just puts a gun in her mouth and just pulls the trigger
1: well tell him oh you'll have to find out for yourself." yeah you'll have to
0: find out for yourself and she puts a gun in her mouth and pulls the trigger and then that's it the end
2: yeah
1: That was uh <laughs> uh I'll say this Mademoiselle reminded me that she could have been one of the three mothers in Argento. Um
0: the the way she was first presented, yes. It's like when she was first presented, she was very, very cold and like very, very indifferent to all like the horrible shit that they're doing to people because she thought she had a purpose. Correct. Um, yeah, apparently that whole felt thing fell apart when she actually like talked to Anna. Like whatever happened shook her to the core, the point where she literally just killed herself. Um, right. But yeah, before that point, yes, very much so. She was very much like this, you know, cold kind of either evil, calculating mother type. and I can, I'll give you that.
1: Yeah, I know. I I know. I keep talking to Argento, and that's why my basis of of non American horror movies has been really huh. rooted in. So I do my, like, I try to make comparisons to that just to see how I compare it to what we had watched so uh what was your first thought and rewatch i guess on this then
0: um i mean on the rewatch i mean yeah because i mean i knew the big points right i mean but the first time you watch this is really like like wow you're like whoa there's i mean like these twists hit you and you're like what is what is going on because like there's like four big twists in the movie right Because it's like, you know, one first twist is like, oh, this this chick is just insane. She just murdered some random family because she's having like a flashback, right? Like right. there's, you know, like what's going on? And then you know, the first twist is, oh, wow, she was right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she was right. This is horrible. But she's already dead by that point. So she doesn't yep. even know that she's right. She She's dead before she finds out. Um, And then the second one is like, Oh, uh, not only was she right, but it's like, it's still going. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's like, you know, there's an, another person there. There's another part of this. And then there's another twist of going like, oh shit, it's still going like forever. Like there's a whole organization behind it. And the fourth tw- and final twist is like, yeah. And you're now a part of it. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Congratulations, so yeah, see she you know she got to see firsthand what Lucy went through and what made her the way she was
1: right and and yeah i I did you get anything on the on the rewatch though uh
0: not really, I mean, yeah, because I mean I already knew the the main points, <laughs> so it was uh once you already again, it's like high tension if once you already know that big twist it's you're not gonna get more to it, but this one is like there's not that goofy mystery that to try to figure out um it's just it, it just twists around you know it just right. things happen that you don't expect yeah
1: um i without having seen this before this is my first watch i still knew <laughs> about this movie from from the the stuff i do watch on youtube and and stuff like that people talking about like really extreme movies and this is this is, this comes up a lot and also, once again, you know, we'll do the Unnecessary Remakes. We'll talk about the American version of Martyrs and how it took forever to get made. But um, for me, uh, it's like very modern horror for, for American modern horror to, let's say, 2015. Like, it's, it felt like it fit into that era. um, And... You know, it is I go, Wow, this is this is amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of twists and turns into it as as you're describing, because yeah, you know, she's seeing like a you know, a a ghost an apparition of the woman she didn't save, and you know, she's gonna attack holy shit. It's not the woman, it's her. She's doing her psychosis is so bad she's doing it to herself, and the survivor's guilt is there.
0: Right. Um And then, know, and and then her, she kills herself <laughs> and you're like Wait a minute. This movie's like right. an hour and a half long. <laughs> this is like twenty five minutes of the movie. What the hell is the rest of this movie gonna be about?
1: Right. And I'll throw it I'll say it again. That's kind of like a I was like, oh, you introduce all these people. Forty minutes later, here's the real protagonist
0: <laughs> of the <laughs> movie. Yeah. Well, it's like well, like Inferno. I don't even know if it has a real protagonist. <laughs> no. It just jumps to different people. No. Um I would though the real protagonist of Inferno was the hot dog man. Right. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
1: And you're just, you're watching this, you know, you know, holy shit. Like they're, they're per, you know, this is like a Hellraiser type movie, especially with the flaying. And I told you yesterday, this morning that like, holy shit, it reminds me of Julia from, you know, Hellraiser two, especially. Right. Um, Which looked juicier in Hellraiser two than it did here. This probably was more realistic. Well, this was um, this
0: this one was also in a medical environment. Well, yeah, <laughs> they had like they had her in like suspended in like burn gel and stuff. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it's a lot more clean in this one than the, than the other. one.
1: Yeah. Um, but you know, like you know, you always you know the idea of it is not something new of you know people experiencing stuff near death that the that and that's the the point of Hellraiser is that the the pain gets to point to a certain point that it's euphoric and i think they did a fantastic job of showing that euphoric state of too much pain gets you to that like not quite dead not quite alive state um and the lengths that this let's call it a cult or a club old people rich white people club of trying to figure out what the hell happens when you die uh as i was i was shocked that it was a like Group of people funding this stuff for, they said at least twenty years. They've been trying to figure this stuff out.
0: Well, yeah, I mean at least we, we, uh, we don't yeah. know exactly how long, but yeah, at least.
1: Yeah, um, like wow, this is. I can see why people, uh, in in America probably would have issues with this, and that's probably what the remake didn't do so good either, because they probably changed a lot of this shit. Because, you know, the, the her her in the. You know, as a, as a child in the underwear and the, you know that and that shot was very last uh, I spent in your grave, right? Right. That was, the brutality was there was just over the top. I say, but you know the idea is that your your the human body can endure a hell of a lot of things before it dies, and they went to that length in this. Now, I think the wife would watch it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Like I said, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that I mean, if you're if you're bothered by body horror, you might be bothered by. Like yeah when they find that lady like tied up in the basement, like that's you know <laughs> for people that that are you know can't put themselves in situations of like victims like that, like that would be a hard one.
1: It was a very jigsaw apparest. Right, right, right. <laughs> um so when well, we go into your highlights your highlights of this movie
0: um i like the way they did the camera movement in this because like mm-hmm. when people were doing like crazy stuff or when there was like you know crazy things happening they did like this kind of like weird camera shake which usually bothers me i usually hate when they do that because they usually right. do it like when people are like running and it's just kind of like what they do when they're doing like you know the super cuts you know where they do, like six cuts like super fast you know to kind of show Day? Yeah, like Michael Bay or like, you know, like Liam Neeson in Taken 3, whatever it was. What was the one where the, there was like 20 cuts when he was like jumping a fence? Um, yeah, it was, whatever it, was. it was
1: like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> right, right.
0: So it's like that kind of stuff. They like the super cuts, but they move the camera around a lot, like in fight scenes and stuff. So like you don't quite know exactly what's going on. You know, but right. they they didn't do like that in this one. they just kind of emphasized like when when crazy type stuff was happening, they used the camera kind of shake to kind of show that like you know the brain is kind of shaking a bit, <laughs> like you know something you know psychological is happening here like I and mean, it's kinda unnerving like that. I like the the way that they did that um obviously, I love all the twists in this um you know, like I said, it starts off being one kind of movie and then it switches like you know multiple times. So we're like, the what movie you think it is switches multiple times. So we're like, where it ends is nowhere. You could not have guessed where it ends from that beginning.
1: Oh, yeah. From the unhingedness to home invasion to cult to like religious
2: sacrifice. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like,
0: <laughs> there's no way you're going to guess where this is going. No, not yeah. at all. I do, I do like all. that. I like what movies take you on a journey that you're like, I don't know what is happening, but I like it. Yeah, uh, that. And then, th- I mean, the ending, this is not only like a bad ending; This is like terrible <laughs> because like, I mean, obviously the, uh, the protagonists that we were introduced to are all murdered in, in horrible ways. Um, yeah. But then like the whole product of all of this murder. Like, again, doesn't even get used like <laughs> the lady just like, yeah, whatever, like screw you all. It just kills herself anyway. So, I mean, it's great that, you know, those old rich people don't get the answer they were looking for. Like, that's a positive note but like it also is like what then what the hell is the point of all that like all of that horrible suffering and pain is now useless and those people are going to keep doing
1: right and again terrible. yeah i completely agree with you on everything and i said everything was not unrealistic it wasn't over the top it was like what you expect realistic body horror to look like through all this shit um And the the whole flame, you know. Unfortunately, Nick Cage went like this because her face wasn't taken off.
0: (laughs) Face off, (laughs) right? Um, (laughs) The opposite of face off, everything but the face, right?
1: uh And yeah, so you're gonna have. But I do want to pose this question before we get into a low points: is what do you take the her to have seen and to have seen to cause the Mademoiselle to do it? Do you think? She knew it was going to be a good thing, therefore she went there anyway on her own terms, or do you think it was like all this was for naught? I
0: like, think it was I I okay, I don't I don't know <laughs> what it was, and I'm not gonna try to, you know, tell you what it was, because I think that would take away from it. Um, but I think it was basically something that unraveled the Mademoiselle. Basically
1: broke her brain.
0: Well, I'm not gonna say it was like such a revelation that it broke her brain. I was gonna say that it's something. That basically, she either realizes that her whole life's work was w- like wasted Waste. and worthless, yeah. um, you know, or she realizes that all of the things that she's doing to find that answer basically, you know, kick her out of anything good that would have happened. So I think it was one of those two things that would lead her to just kill herself and just say "screw you" to all these other rich people.
1: Right. So that she proved that there was a heaven and that what she did to prove it was not, <laughs> she was never
2: going
0: to Right. Get yeah. Something like, right. Something like that would be one, like, obviously like, yeah, great. I know the answer now, but I'm now I'm going to hell for sure for finding the answer. <laughs> like that sucks. You know, or it's just like, it was something so stupid that like, you know, upset her that she went through all of this. And then that was the answer.
1: You know what? Is she probably end up on the island with the dog next to her, dreaming, and
0: lost. <laughs> Yeah, or she was. This in the... is what we have. Or... <laughs> right. She's in the snow globe <laughs> at the end. Of... Yes. <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah. I'm excited. I agree with you in the high points. Um. It. Yeah. It, it was. It was a. It was what a ride.
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> what a ride. <laughs> right. Not. Nah, Expect, like, I, I don't think any two or three minute clip explain this movie can ever do it justice. I don't think we can well, do it justice in the 30 yeah. minutes we've been talking about.
0: Right. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, you show a two or three minute clip, yeah, that's going to be one of the sections of the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to understand that, like, okay, that's one part. <laughs> now there's like three other parts that are totally unrelated to that part. Storyline b story Right. Exactly. And, like, it, it twists and then the movie completely changes.
1: And it does it beautifully. Like we've watched so many bad movies, we were just like, "This, it's so it's such a disjointed mess." But this does it beautifully,
0: right? Yeah, and like beautiful. I'm, I'm really curious to see what they did with the remake to make it so bad. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I just know that all the reviews have been really, really bad.
1: But we don't always agree with these reviews, as it's we have true.
0: Like I said, that's why I'm interested to see what they did
1: yeah um uh, what about low points then for you
0: um i mean low points would be like uh, the torture i mean the torture <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah, like yeah. watching i don't like watching like a young girl get beaten for like 20 minutes which is like there's a section of the movie where it's just like watching her get beaten and yes. force-fed like baby food it's like i don't know i don't think it's like Maybe it's like 10 minutes long, but it's like a a longer than you you needed section of the movie of her just watching her get beat. Hummeled. Yeah. I mean Hummeled. Yeah. It's like this dude that's like, I don't know. He looks like, you know, the typical like mob enforcer guy. Right. Oh, yeah. Built like a brick wall. Just like, you know, fists, (laughs) you know, like Like like, hams. Yeah. (laughs) Like fists, like hams, like this, you know. Just beating on this, you know, girl that's like, I mean, what, like one third of his size? I mean, she's pretty, she's tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, punching her in the stomach, throwing her against the wall. I mean, like, it's bad. It's like, what is happening? And it goes on for a while. (laughs) Yeah. See, I don't, I don't particularly enjoy watching that. I understand it's, it's needed to like show where the story is going. I get that. I'm not saying we should take it out. I'm just saying it's hard to watch. Um, and then, of course, rich people. I don't like rich people. I don't like rich, <laughs> well, rich white people in large groups are never a good thing.
1: No. Uh yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with you on there. And you know, um, I'm not saying it's a low point. I call it a surprise point that the children of the evil parents just got blast, blown away too. <laughs> I was really surprised by that. As we discussed, you don't generally see, I mean, yeah, it, it still took forever for America to even show, as if it's not evil child, <laughs> <laughs> right. to get killed on screen in horror movies. That's still, once again, a taboo that we've seen throughout these this, this, these three movies we've watched, is just another taboo that the, the new French extremity kind of hit on, is like, these kids probably not, are not part of it right now. Right. Would they have grown into it? Probably. You know what I mean? I, right. I think they well, would the, have continued
0: it. That's the thing is, yeah, they showed like later on they had like another couple move into the house. So, right. like, I mean, those kids may have not even been their kids. Right, they might have been employees, actors that were told to just pretend, because there's no way that you could live in a house and not know that there was a secret fucking dungeon in there. It's like the cabinet to get in the dungeon was like in the kitchen. It's like it's not like it was hidden somewhere. It was like in plain sight. Yeah. There's no way they didn't see somebody go in or come out of that.
1: For all we know, they could have been like the daughter and get out, is that they're the ones that found these people to get tortured. Right. Yeah. I mean their their ages initially of these younger people, teenagers generally get abducted (laughs) to do these torturous things. So they could have easily been the the fetchers that you know yeah that got them
0: yeah i mean again it, it might just be the pessimist in me thinking that but i mean they may very well have been their kids mm-hmm. i don't know i mean that, that's not explained at all no um but it's interesting that one of one person does survive at least for a little while and it's not one of the kids <laughs> like no. the kids are just dead dead <laughs> yeah
1: just dead uh would you consider this a bad ending
0: uh yeah <laughs> yeah it's a bad yeah like i said it's a terrible ending because not only does everybody die but like the whole reason why everybody dies is wasted at the end too so like there's and, not even there's not even a, a product at the end of all that
1: right and the way mademoiselle you know left it is these people don't have their answers so they're probably going to continue to do
0: it right yeah exactly <laughs> like again like nothing gets resolved just you know just continue the grind and Anna's still alive, yeah? Um, th- They said she was still alive, but I don't think she's going to live for very long. I mean, I don't. Right. Um, But yeah, they did say she was like fading out, but they did not ever say that she was dead. So, I mean, she very well could have still been alive at the end.
1: That's, and that's a horrible ending you know, to be <laughs> alive in that state.
0: Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it would hurt to do anything.
1: Yeah, very much so. All right. Well, then how many cigarettes out of 10 would you give this movie?
0: Um, this one, uh I will give 9 cigarettes out of 10. I like this one very much.
1: Uh yeah, I am I am in the same boat as you. I'm also giving it a 9. This was definitely the best one of these 3 even though the most graphic and bad, but right. Like it, yeah, it, the the story just was there. Like I said, we've watched and we haven't even begun yet. to so many bodily horror movies that have no purpose other than body horror to have that, that just that story driven behind it too. was, was
2: just perfectly, ex- almost perfectly executed for that. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see
1: if we ever get past this thing. I Don't think we're going to If that's <laughs> like, I would probably rather watch evil bong before watching a stripping film. Again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I've, I've done it once. I don't. Yeah. It's going to take a, a major something to make me do it again. Right. So.
2: All right. Cool. Why
1: don't you go ahead and bring us out then?
0: All right. Maybe the walls don't have ears, but then their heels have eyes. Uh, this will be a first for us. We're going to watch the remakes in the same uh, episode as the originals, and we're going to find out how they compare. Uh, we're going to do the uh, The Hills Have Eyes. We're going to do the first one and the second one, and then the remake of the first one, and then the sequel to the remake. So, Hills Have Eyes Two. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's a remake of the two. I think it's just a sequel to the remake. Because I think yeah, it was a totally I, different story. I, again, I think. I know I've seen the original. I know I've seen both the remakes. I don't think I saw Hills Have Eyes 2, the original sequel. So I don't know if the sequel is a sequel to the sequel. (laughs) Or if it's a sequel to the remake.
1: Unrelated. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've watched all of them. I can tell you that at least one of these is going to be not fun to watch. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. Not like these movies, but like, it's a bad
0: movie yeah um so yeah we'll find out how they compare so uh join us next week as we uh, dissect the different adaptations see which one is superior and remember we watch bad movies so you don't have to
1: and this has been graveyard saying have you checked on the children
0: and this is salem saying long live the new flesh